You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of Cinco de Mayo 2019. This is episode 116. May 5th for the rest of us. From La Ciudad Cerca de El Salish Sea, I am AJ Barcet. And uh, straight out of 9226, <laughs> I am Chris Powell. On this uh, I Don't Speak Spanish episode, <laughs> AJ and I have another word of note episode cooked up for you. It's a Danish word that relates to a previous word of note, but not that similar. No, we're not recording on the second floor, but we are on location. Won't you join us? This is the Bellingham Podcast. Hola, Chris. Que tal, mi amigo? Hey, how's it going, AJ? <laughs> Doing good. Look, I just thought, it's, this is going to come out Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yes, it is. I just thought, hey, to all of our Spanish-speaking listeners, hola. Hola. Gracias por todo. Uh, there you go. And yeah. So, uh, AJ, it's been a while. Where the heck are we? Uh, we are actually on location, and boy, howdy, I I miss being out and about with you doing the show. Yes, the winter was uh, definitely one to get indoors and experience that Danish word, Huga, ah, uh, that uh, warm, hmm. cozy feeling. Hmm. But uh, anyway, where are we? We are at Baby Greens, a uh, new-ish uh, coffee house and greenhouse, or uh, plant vendor, uh, off of Cornwall, right across from the old Colshan Cycles place. Yes. And uh, yeah, you are a minimalist, uh, and in your extravagance of hyperbole of words, how would you define the ambiance that is this cool cafe I found? I, I'm choosing my words carefully in this one. From the time that I've been here, my choice of uh, in response is exhaling. Ah. It's very pleasant to be in here. Um, the, the environment, by the way, uh, it, uh, it's on 1201 Cornwall Avenue, Suite 101 three if you're playing along on Google Maps or Apple Maps. When you're driving on Chestnut and you reach that Cornwall stoplight, look to your left. For you boat fans, that's port. <laughs> and then on your left, you'll see uh, Baby Greens Plant Shop and Cafe. Their website is plantshopbaby.com. And what I really enjoy about this uh, joint is not only do they have wonderful uh, plants and foliage, both indoor and outdoor, for sale, they've got, if you can hear it, it's Alar Marzocco in the distance, boys and girls. They make coffee... <laughs> Uh, par excellence around here. Our wonderful uh, barista artist, Charlie, was kind enough to hook us up with, uh, what, what are you drinking? I'm doing a cappuccino. Sup, Charlie? Hello, Charlie. <laughs> and, uh, and I have a mocha because I'm, un uh, I'm uninventive, and I just go with something that works. <laughs> but uh, the, the coffee, and they also have, uh, when it's beer 30, they have uh, beer on tap and some fine bottles of wine yeah. available for your drinking pleasure if you choose to imbibe. While looking at plants... And coming soon, they're currently, you might hear this in the background, yeah. uh, they're working on outdoor seating. Oh boy, with the nice weather coming out, to uh, take an afternoon and watch the world go by, at least in traffic in a 25 mile an hour zone. <laughs> what a better place to do that on Cornwall and Chestnut. Yeah, so if you if you hear some drilling in the background, no, that is not uh, Chris and I, that's just the establishment. It's gonna be, it looks like it's gonna be pretty cool out we're, there. We're officially on location uh, <laughs> with all of the ambient sounds as well. Plus, one other thing that I've talked about in previous episodes, Yeah. some uh, establishments have the oons, 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 be berating your ears as we walked in. There was really chill down down <laughs> it tempo. It took 48 seconds for you to turn to me and say, "Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> do you hear that down tempo? Yes, I do, Chris. I Don't love, order your coffee. I love chill music. <laughs> it helps with the vibe, and I it bet is. and I bet the plants love it too. Yes. We just checked with them. They said yes. yes. So anyway, yes. let's get to the topic <laughs> at hand. So uh, in a previous episode, we've done a word of note series where we talked about words in other languages, mm -hmm. uh, often that I don't speak. Uh, and one of them was a Danish word uh, called Huga. Huga. 
uh, which is that cozy, comfortable feeling you get uh, of an environment. Yes. Yeah. So, AJ, you got this one. So why don't yeah. you uh, kick us off with what this word of note is? Yeah. So this is Luca. It's, it's spelt L-Y-K-K-E. But not, it's not likey. Not likey. Like I made the joke of, yeah, he, he gay. Who, you know, there you go. Yeah. So when you see it, it's L-Y-K-K-E, but it's more pronounced L-O-O-K-A. So Luca. Luca. Yep. And it's the Danish word for happiness. Of course. And it's interesting because, like, uh, since coming out of winter, um, my little dip uh, as, a, as a transparent podcaster, I have not been happy as much as I've been in the past. I've noticed this. And so I've been doing a lot of reassessment and reevaluation. Matter of fact, it was at its peak uh, when we were uh, doing the, the, the Analog Explorer series. That was already in the hopper, but mm-hmm. we were off the mic for several weeks, and you were on travel. My wife was out of town with my son, and it was it was... I just hit a really downtrodden point. Sure. And I remember sending you a picture uh, when I was kind of kind of coming out of that, where I was sitting in my living room mm-hmm. and I had lit a uh, uh, a uh, hurricane lantern because I don't have candles in my house. Okay. But uh, I had a, a lit fire, uh, had a book, had my watch. And I sent it to you, and you were just like, I'm ha- I hate you right now. I'm hating life. I'm traveling. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, yes, but we're going to talk about this later. Now, fast forward almost a month. And... Out of it, I, I read the little book of Huga. Yes. Um, which is uh, written by an author, uh, Mike Viking, which uh, it's spelled, his last name is spelled with a W, but I believe it's pronounced with a V, so it's like Viking, and, yes. which is ironic because the Danes are direct descendants of Vikings. Um, and he is the CEO, founder of the Happiness Research the Institute. Happiness Research Institute. Yeah. Um, and between his book and that research institute, really kind of, I think, is, is kind of the forerunners that put Huga in the zeitgeist some, what, three years ago? Just about, yeah. Uh, and so the subsequent book to Huga, because it's a fast read. If you haven't read it, read it. Yeah, it's worth um, it. And, uh, but out of it, I, I kind of found myself asking myself more questions. That, yeah, knowing how to Huga and why that is about, I was more curious of why in their culture that's a, Why is that a thing? Like we always say, why is that a thing? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, by the way, if I can interject for a second, AJ, we are in the wrong career. Hmm. Um, I I think I need to uh, drop what I'm doing in the IT field as a professional technologist and go apply to the Happiness Research Institute. (laughs) I bet they got pretty good work-life balance. I imagine so. Anyway, yeah. Which uh, if you're hiring, please (laughs) please email us. Hi, hi Mike. Uh, (laughs) So anyway, the subsequent book is Luca, and it looks at more of the cultural perspective of why like Huga is a part of, of Luca, you know? And so I, you had to start small and then going out big because I want to yes. get the bigger picture. Could this be the lightsaber to the Jedi? If Huga is the Jedi, then Luca is the lightsaber. Poss, yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm just grasping maybe, at straws. Maybe. It's the mocha and the caffeine it that's currently reversed, kicking in. Yeah. But anyway, regardless. So with Luca, there's, there, there's six life pillars. Um, and I think you have a sh- uh, link in the show notes. Yeah, drink. Uh, <laughs> we have plenty of links in the show notes. Drink, again. Uh, so there's an article that we uh, um, are linking to from the UK Telegraph publication. Uh, there's a great article that introduces you to this concept, uh, the six pillars of happiness. That includes togetherness, something that, you know, not in front of a screen or virtually, mm-hmm. uh, actual in-person togetherness, kind of like where we're at. We're in, we're in a, about a three-foot diameter table yeah. uh, with microphones. We're, we're comfy. We're cozy. Dueling microphones. That's us. Uh, money, health, freedom, trust, and kindness. kindness. Yeah, let's talk about that uh, in this show. Uh, six things that are important to happiness. And uh, sure, it's easy to 
talk about, yeah, I got this and I got this and I got my health and yeah, we live in a place where we have freedoms and, and things like that. Do you trust your fellow brother and sister or whomever they identify as? Uh, are, are you kind to these people around you? Are, you? are you kind? Really? You think so? I know what you did in that car on Meridian Street. It's not, it, it, that wasn't kind. <laughs> anyway, let's move, let's move on. So uh, there's an important date coming up. Or it, well, it just, it just passed. So just Mar passed. March 20th at the time of this recording has already passed. Uh, and uh, that is the, the International uh, Declaration of the International Day of Happiness by the UN, which I didn't know was a thing. Now, if you look at Great Britain and some other countries, if you're listening to us, sup Sri Lanka. Hello. Um, your country may have a dedicated day of happiness. I think the US, we have a different date. But I was going off of the, the UN one because, you know, this is this is a world thing that we need to work on. One world, world one love, one happiness, right? Yeah, man. There you go. Uh, so, but out of that, you'll also notice that the UN puts out reports every year called the World Happiness Report, and this is also cited in Huga and Luca. I was not aware of this until reading these uh, books. Yeah. So when you when you look at this, the, every year it lists the the happiest countries in the world. So in 2018. Um, you know, mostly the Scandinavian countries are always in the top running, where Denmark is usually first, second, or third. It's basically the Vikings fighting each other. Like, it's, you know, the, it's the top <laughs> Scandinavians ones. They're really They're fighting big. in love, yes. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, outside of that, I, I, I was just kind of curious. Where do we stand in the, U, like in the U.S., right? Where are we? Um, so, in 2018, we were 18th. Okay. This year, 2019th, we're 19th. Okay. And uh, according to, I believe it was either CNN or BBC, I can't remember which, the United States has been dropping one spot pretty much every year since pretty much 2017. Hmm. Since, uh, since 2017, huh? Yeah. Okay, anyway, anyway, moving on. So uh, we are number 19. At least we're in the top 20, right? Right, Go, that, USA, that's good. USA, we're number 19. 19. So anyway, uh, lots of interesting information. Uh, click on these links to check them out in your mobile device if you're listening to us on a podcast app of choice or if you're uh, checking us out on the uh, desktop. Or if you're on, you know, maybe in your car and hopefully you were being kind in your car on, you know, Holly Street or whatever. Yes, we did see you honk, but that's okay. You might be listening to us on Camry, 102.3 FM. Community powered. Community powered radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. I told you on the last episode, I'm going to have to get my little, my we're, rhythm in. We're working on it. Working on it. We'll get a shtick going a on. Shtick. Yeah, we got it. So anyway, uh, so that's all the way over in uh, Denmark, yes. over in Scandinavia. <sighs> great idea, great life practice to ascribe to. It's kind of tough to do that in hypercharged, uh, caffeinated America. So uh, here in the northwest of the northwest, uh, in PNW land, if you will, how can we learn from these six pillars of, of Luca, uh, and how can we get happier uh, in our area, AJ? So to start it off, we're doing it right now, Chris. I mean, we're in a small cafe. Yes. Uh, we're sipping our cup of small cups of coffee. We're not downing it. We're and I think James Taylor's playing on the on the sound system uh, above. Excellent. A nice baritone voice. That puts me in a happy mood. He's joining us as well. Yes. Um, we're surrounded by plants. Yes. We're in a place that has lots of natural, uh, like everything's made out of wood. Of wood, yes. Yeah. And we're being more human, okay? Mm. Yes, we're using devices to record our show. That's kind of part of our thing, but it's slowing down. So the first thing is slow down. We're, we are way too fast over here. And if you look at the Danes, they usually are a little bit... They're, they take things at an even more even pace than us, where it's just go, 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 go. Yes. 
Um, the, uh, the rush, well, I, I've always had this mantra once my life got into real hyperdrive, including uh, full disclosure, a, a doctor's uh, visit that included a 180 over 110 blood pressure diagnosis. Recently? Uh, no, this was a number of years okay, ago. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, back in my angry 20s decade. Got it. And so I had to come up with a mantra, mantra there is no rush. Right. And so that's one of the ways I'm trying to self uh, help myself for that. But anyway, I'm getting yeah. us off track. So, so, so slowing down a little bit and that, that kind of opens you up a little bit to kind of realize, reflect, think all that other jazz that we've talked about for 116 episodes. But the thing that I find interesting, and I'm reading more about the Danish culture, just out of my own curiosity, out of honestly, our word of note episode, and then yes. me being in the dumps for a, a month. Um, understanding a little bit about the Danes, the Danes are direct descendants of Vikings. Okay. So there's, they have a mentality of like a more akin to like a tribe where they, that, and that's kind of the reason why that their social structure is set up the way they have a high, uh, they're a high welfare state. They pay a lot of taxes, but they don't see their, themselves paying taxes. It's more an investment in their community. Hmm. Which, what, what, what an interesting way to reframe that payment. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And so also they, there's a lot of other social systems, which I'm going to take geopolitics out and just focus on the sense of community, which is what we have a lot here in Bellingham. And they also, we, it's un, not uncommon around Bellingham to hear that we quote, work hard to play hard. Basically the winter, we all kind of bunker down. Once spring and summer hits, we are out. We're usually taking a, t a ton of time off and we're out on the trails. Funny, our, 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 our Dane brethren and sisterin yes. uh, do very much the same. So there's a lot of commonalities between uh, the Pacific Northwest and the Danish Northeast. I guess? Sure, let's call Let, it that. Let's call that. Yeah, a lot of outdoors <laughs> uh, therapy, Yes, if you will. So na na uh, natural therapy, which is also talked about in Luca. And there's also another one that was referenced in the book called bibliotherapy, which I thought was interesting. Ah, biblio is like books. As stuff. in books, uh -huh. yeah. So uh, Mike, the, the author. The author. Mr. In, Viking. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Viking. He was describing the fact that one of his favorite things he likes to do, and one of the affordable things, is on a good day, you go out, find a hammock, or find a good spot out out and about with a good book and just read out out in clean air yes away from people and just connecting and again slowing down and for those of you that are in the k-12 system or maybe in higher education how about this don't bring your textbook with you if you're going to yeah. do some hammock enjoy pick something that you might enjoy reading that you've heard something or about. Or challenge yourself. Or challenge like yourself. Like reading Luca. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's an 80-page sum book. You might enjoy it. Yeah. So the other thing that they talk about is taking the more scenic route. This is something you and I talk about a lot. Uh -huh. Hitting our trails. Um, also over there, like there's like 180% tax on vehicles. So like wow. vehicles are not uh, common. That's why they're mostly bicycling, which in our town, we have tons of bicycling sure. stuff. Um, they have, I would argue, they have a better infrastructure than we do here in Bellingham. Um, sorry, Mayor. Uh, but regardless, like being able to connect with your surroundings, taking a little slower pace, and being able to allow yourself to think. Mm. There is science, and I don't have a link in the show notes. Probably yeah. by the time this goes out, I'll find one. Don't drink. There's lots of research with regards to the fact that if you are more out and near nature, which is why I wanted to record this episode in this shop in Baby Greens, because we're surrounded by nature even though we're indoors. Yeah. And this is something that science and business is now on board. Why would Amazon build those huge orbs in Seattle, an urban metal and glass kingdom for, for a business sense? Why would they bring those orbs full of plant life uh -huh. and then host meetings and all that other jazz? 
it's, well, I'm, I'm gonna break it down even further. Go for it. How can someone be expected to work eight consistent hours in a shift when they are consistently in meetings, consistently being productive, consistently uh, making widgets, and don't have time to think and reflect and process and let your brain actually do what it's supposed to do, which is to analyze, reflect, and engage in ways to you know compartmentalize, might also help you get a good night's sleep too if you're going full blast full throttle, fifth gear, 80 miles an hour for eight hours a day, yep. and all of a sudden you're turning the key off in your professional mental ignition, mm -hmm. and you're going to go home, well, the brain's gonna break down just like a car would if you did that. Right. And so by having these little breaks, these pit stops in the rest areas on your highway of the day, just thought of that right now. Thank you very much, uh, Charlie, for the wonderful mocha and caffeine <laughs> that is injecting my brain with creativity. You take these breaks during the day, and you get a chance to like exhale, kind of like what I talked about here, and think, go for a walk around the building, try to find some greenery if you're in a metropolitan, cosmopolitan area, and let your mind think about anything. It'll, it'll, be, it'll do you good. Yeah, so science has actually sh has started to show that the fact that you know if you are outside or connecting with nature in some way, your productivity actually goes up. Okay, so and then on top of that, if we even jump cultures a little bit more, going not just from uh, the Pacific Northwest to Denmark, sub Denmark, but if we go to Japan, ah uh, yes, the Japanese even have a, a what's called forest is it forest breathing forest, forest bathing for this forest bathing oh yes and it's Shinrin Yoku. That, well, I, you know, I don't speak the language. However, uh, yeah, the, Japan evidently has forty-eight forest therapy trails to get what the Telegraph, that UK uh, publication, coins outdoorfins. Yeah. Hello. Not my term, their that term. term. But yeah. here's the thing. Japan's got 48. How much do we have just in this city? Uh, 400? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, and, but see, that's the reason why I like to draw this the, this concept of Luca and, and the fact that the Danish culture is very akin to what we have, what I call the, like, we we're all part of like the Republic of Cascadia over yes, here. Like that's our tribe. It's, it, it is our tribe. We doesn't matter if sub Canada, mm -hmm. you know, like if you are part of or raised in the nature of the Pacific Northwest mentality, this Cascadian mentality, you have an appreciation for the outdoors. Yep. You see the value within community. You see the value in work life balance, which is the other thing we're going to dovetail into this. Yes. You know, the fact is, is that like, even if you are in a city, finding nature and finding a balance with your time because your time matters. Yes, it does. And it doesn't necessarily just matter in the office. It matters to your health. Think about the other pillars, mm -hmm. okay? If you are thrown out of balance, okay, everything else will fall apart with it. Okay. And also, we, you know, let's talk about those other pillars. If it's thrown out of balance, trust and kindness, those are two mm -hmm. big ones. If you don't trust a lot of people, if you're, you know, kind of in this zone where you're not really uh, enjoying your fellow person around you and you're not really nice to them, that's going to have some kind of uh, intangible uh, extrinsic effects that I don't know if I use the right term or not. It may have some adverse Negative effects on effects. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And on top of that, also having a high family life. Like, you know, you and I are both dads. Like, we, yes. we want to spend more time with the fam. We love that. You know, and that's part of our work-life balance. But you and I are also very much always engaged, always working on things. Right. Almost to a fault. And that's what I've recognized in the last, like, two months. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been a little bit out of balance with my work-life balance. I found that my coping mechanism was projects. Ah, uh, yes. And though, thus, I found out that I started hating both sides. I fell out of balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like that Jack Johnson song, Slow Down, Everyone, You're Moving Too Fast. fast. Yes, yeah. exactly. In Audible Melodies? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I think anyway. so. Uh, something to keep in mind as we are doing this, but we don't want to beat this uh, horse too much. 
So let's talk about uh, some other information that we got. So also the other thing about Luca and, and the Danish culture is you, this is right up your vein. They, I would say they're they probably a culture predominantly made of either essentialists or minimalists. Well, uh, in, in Scandinavia land, there is a company in Sweden that happens to, uh, it's a bit, they're a big right. company. They're, really? Are they that big? Uh, well, in Sweden, uh, <laughs> they kind of, they kind of have, uh, you know, these products that are very simplistic in mm -hmm. nature. Yeah. Uh, What's the name of that? Ikea, fool. Oh, Ikea. Yes. yes. Exactly. So there's, there's a certain uh, merit to, they got something that going on, anti-consuming, right? Right. Uh, why? You know, the not grabbing all the stuff you can get on a on a weekend jaunt to fill in the blank retail, bill, uh, uh, and where they are able to re stop, enjoy what they have. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, you made a comment about that in, a, in an earlier episode. I wanted to bring we want to bring that up, um, just to have a little less in your life. To get less, you can experience more. Mm -hmm. I, it, it sounds counterintuitive. But I think we are finding as we eliminate things from our life, mm -hmm. we're able to not have this weight on us with things. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my relationship with things as part of my identity kind of ended a few years ago. Yeah. And that's the thing that I find interesting about their philosophy and their way of life, I guess, calling Luca more of their cultural way of life is and I'm surmising this, this is what I kind of gather when I read Luca is when you look at experiences versus things. Yep. Things, like if you buy anything, if you're in the stock exchange or whatever, you have an asset, it either depreciates or appreciates. Now, yes, some things do appreciate or hold their value, but in the Danish way of life, in Luca, if you're going to buy something, if it is an experience, the return on investment is a guaranteed increase. Mm. If you think of it in terms of just return on investment, because they see it as it's a part of your story, yeah. and it's a part of, you know, who you are and what makes you more productive, more happy, et cetera. So when you buy something, if it breaks or here, typically in the US, we kind of go for like the cheapest that we can. And then when it breaks, we'll just get another one. Yeah. Doesn't exist over there. They will spend, you know, $900 on that one chair, mm -hmm. you know, and then they'll tie it to maybe an achievement. Maybe you got a great job or whatever. We talked about this a couple episodes back with watches, mm -hmm. you know? Yes, you can go out and buy a Rolex, but what does it mean? You know, unless it's tied to, you know, fatherhood I, or whatever. I was diligent for two years and setting aside money, did not touch it. Mm -hmm. I I've sacrificed going out with friends on a number of occasions. I built up this little nest egg of thump of a cashola. Yeah. And I was able to throw down on this timepiece that really is is something that every time I look at it, I smile. Right. And to, to be able to have that kind of investment, it's an investment in yourself. But... That uh, hey hey single guys out there I got one for you all the single gentlemen all the single gentlemen uh, not that but okay. anyway uh, what I got for you if you're if you're thinking about going on a date with a gal that or with, with someone that you are very enamored with and you want to impress them there is a time and place for the ritzy ditzy uh, restaurant Ritz. <laughs> experience and the uns uns club oons, experience oons. try this go out and go. Uh, to the grocery store with that special someone you are enamored with, but buy the materials to cook dinner at home and or, or at their, whosoever place Whoever. you choose, yeah. whatever yeah. you feel comfortable with. You pick up the tab this time, but you make a home-cooked meal. It's part of the process yeah. and it could be fun. Yes. And oh, by the way, uh, that excuse, I don't know how to cook, Hey, there's a website out there that you might want to check out. Uh, get a pen and paper, uh, www.youtube.com. <laughs> 
and it's up uh, and coming. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a little bit about it. Uh, and type in a particular dish that you think would be great, or something that that person you're enamored with is. Uh, th- so there is a cost associated with the uh, groceries mm-hmm. for this meal, but it's an experience. It's an experience, and you're doing it together. And oh, by the way, you're going to have to talk with each other as you're getting a quarter cup of extra virgin olive oil as you uh, crack open the linguine in the, in the box and get it to boiling. You're going to have a conversation. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that as you're feeling rushed in a loud oons oons restaurant that you may think uh, would impress this person. Mm-hmm. Actually listening to what they have to say, ooh, that's a pillar, that's called kindness. Uh, by listening to someone and having conversations, that also might invoke trust since you're paying attention to each other. Hmm. Think about that, single guys. Well, it doesn't even have to be about single guys. Like, if you want to build bonds with friends, one of the things that he talks about is what he calls a free fun fellowship. Oh, I like that. And the three, Fs, three F words. Three F words. Yes. And what it's about is, again, like, instead of spending uh, for whatever, for, for the perception of, of being more or putting out more or whatever, if you, basically, within the friend group, one person says, hey, I'm going to put on this for this one day. Everybody clear your calendar and bring a dish. And then you go and do something, whether it's, uh, for instance, I got, got something coming up where I'll be on top of a mountain. And that's what's basically going to happen is, is everybody just brings some food, boom, we're on top of a mountain on an early day, and that's it. Like, it's, it's free fun as it was Mm -hmm. and it's not it gets people especially um if you're in a city culture where your mass mode of communication at five o'clock is happy hour you're spending a lot of money you're spending a lot of uh stuff that may be plaguing your health another pillar um and on top of that what what could you do more with that time so it makes you kind of it juxtaposes your life and kind of makes you kind of prioritize and organize things going hmm how can we optimize this? How could it make me happier? Absolutely, and you know, give it a try because we're about uh, we're all about new experiences. Yeah. Hence, this wonderful establishment. I usually refer to places as joints. That's yeah, no, no, this doesn't qualify as a joint. This is an establishment. establishment. Yes, that's going to get really popular now that the weather is starting <laughs> to get warmed up and people are going to start planting. And they listen to the show. And that too. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, uh, hopefully this gives you some ideas. And oh, by the way, it's not it's not just for the single folks, married folks. Yeah. You haven't been on a date in a while. Don't feel, uh, don't feel sheepish about that. Let's just say, find something that y'all like. Do you both have bikes, mm-hmm. bicycles? Mm-hmm. Do you both have, uh, oh, I don't know, a pair of shoes that don't have uh, dress shoe leather uppers on there? Like you got a pair of walking oh, I, shoes. I, I shouldn't get my Louboutins? Uh, no, okay. please don't. Or, or, or the Cole Haan uh, fluffy, fluffy shoes. Uh, why don't you just... How do you spell that? I'm going to Google that brand. F-U-F-F-Y <laughs> no, with no, 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 umlauts no. on the U. Oh, umlauts. <laughs> yes, because you know, I, I do speak some languages. But anyway, <laughs> go for a walk. Now, a, 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 a wonderful date could be you go for a walk on one of the many trails here in Bellingham. Don't know which one to go to because you haven't really been on walks. I'll pick one right now, Lake Wadcombe. Okay, I'll pick another one. Interurban Trail uh, over there down south of uh, Fairhaven. Oh, how about the Northridge Trail? Or how about actually uh, going down to the new Granary Avenue, which is just opening up? Or maybe, I don't know, anywhere on Chuckanut, like, I don't know, Oyster Dome? Or maybe even Cordata Parkway where June see, Road... Yeah. See, previous episodes. Like, <laughs> that's the thing is, is, I think, and the reason why I wanted to bring this up is, especially because it's spring and people are going to start coming out. And the reason why Huga is uh, around in Danish culture is because th- it's basically Winterfeld up there. Like, they get four months of dark and winter. And so out of that, to preserve their, their mentality and their connections and comfort, they have Huga. And that is their practice. For us... 
yeah, maybe it's micro brew huga around yeah. here in the, in the brew pub city of subdued excitement. But again, when we get out, I, I just want to kind of encourage everybody to look at your happiness, slow down, take some time for yourself. We don't have, we are one of the most work filled countries where we, we leave vacation on the table, yep. um, where other countries don't. And the be kind part. Now it's interesting. You would think in this wonderful land of Denmark, where there's people, you know, happy all the time, they're also not the most open. Oh. Like if you approach, as I've been reading, they much, very much keep to themselves because again, their trust network, their group, mm. you know, an outsider, you kind of have to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surmise, kind of prove your chops. So they don't come off sometimes courteous. They're not huggers. But then again, when I, yeah, they're not huggers. Okay. But then again, when you look around Bellingham, I feel like we've gotten there as mm. well. We do it a little bit differently maybe than the Danes. Maybe it's because we have those ear pods in our ear and we're nose down, not looking at each other. Have you been watching me lately? Oh, I'm sorry. But no, I just, just realize, look up, take those things out. If you hit a trail, I was on a trail recently, okay? And this was a, far, a little far-flung trail. There was me and two other people I saw the entire day. Both people were hiking with their headphones. One didn't even acknowledge, you know, on the trailer, like, hey, afternoon type of thing. He just kept going. The second person, younger person, yes. uh, she had two dogs. I had my dog with me. Mm -hmm. So immediately, again, we're of a common tribe. Dog people, oh, that's your dog. Yes. That was great. They poop. Yep. Then the earphones went back in and she went on. Sure. We need to commune more with our environment and we need to commune more with ourselves. Otherwise, it's going to garner less trust in our community. I'm not talking about the rest of the, the, the country. I'm just saying our community here. Let's start with our community and then let that all just ripple effect forward. There was a, a reference in the book, Luca, called Flink, and I believe that is Danish or one of the Scandinavian cultures. I'm going to say it's, it's, it's a Danish mm -hmm. word, but don't quote me on that one. Flink is like friendly and kindness and genuine friendliness. Yeah. Not the, hey, how's it going later type of thing. It's like, Chris, how you doing? How you uh, feeling? You know, how how's you your really wife? Doing? Yes. You know, uh -huh. That genuineness. Absolutely. Um, how do we build more trust? How do we slow down? And how do we find the comfort and coziness so that we can be all healthier? And now you've just learned what two or three new words, flink, uh, <laughs> Luca and uh, Shin, Shinrin Yoku for yeah. the forest bathing. Anyway, you learned something on this podcast. We should probably wrap this yep, up. Yep, that wraps it up for this 116th edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to get our podcast. Remember, if you are in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on Camry 102.3 FM. Community powered. Community powered radio here in the heart of the city by the Salish Sea. And on that note, Take care of yourself and get out there as soon as spring gets here in full force. I'm AJ Barso. And I'm Chris Powell. Be careful out there on May 5th. Don't overdo, y'all. Uh, thanks again, once again. for uh, and, and thanks for uh, Mr. Nick and Mr. Charlie for hosting us here at Baby Green's Plant Shop and Cafe as we're recording. I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for listening to us on the Bellingham Podcast. Outdorphins. I wish I I wish I came up with that one. That is such a killer term.